0: Are listening to a life impacting message preached by Bishop Richard I.E. at the Lovely Voice Experience in London. Bishop Richard I.E. is the pastor of the First Love Church UK, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful sermon.
1: Christ. Oh, yeah. I thought that I would be miserable in church Wanting to be having parties every day I thought I could not have fun anymore I never believed that Jesus Christ, He could bring me joy I found you. I can't believe, it's true. can't believe it's true. All the loving that I found when I found you. Ooh, ah, yeah. I never believed that I could wait upon the Lord. I never believed that God could answer all my prayers believe God was so real what powerful. I never believed that Jesus Christ, He could bring me joy. I can't believe it's true. All the loving that I found the day I found you.
2: Father, we want to thank you for today. Thank you for the blessing of opportunity. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that is present with us. Thank you for the power and the presence of your spirit, Lord. Let your perfect will be done amongst us. We ask for your perfect will. Do with us as you will, Lord, and as you've purposed with us and for us today, Lord. Thank you for this beautiful blessing. In Jesus' name, I pray and all said, amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Wow. Are you happy to be in church today? So, um, I guess we've been sharing about the Holy Spirit, isn't it? And I believe that the Holy Spirit is real to us. Some of you believe the Holy Spirit is real to us. He's real, so real in our lives. Turn your Bibles to um, Isaiah. Isaiah chapter, chapter where? Chapter somewhere. Isaiah 32. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? So in Isaiah 32, the scripture says, scripture says in Isaiah 32, that upon the land of my people shall come up thorns and briars. Yea, upon all the houses of joy in the joyous city. Okay? Mm -hmm. Verse 14 says that Because the palaces shall be forsaken, the multitude of the city shall be left. The forts and towers shall be for dens forever. A joy of wild asses, a pasture of flocks. And verse 15 says that until the spirit be poured upon us from on high, the wilderness and the wilderness be a fruitful field. And the fruitful field be counted for a forest. So, um, you know, when the Holy Spirit comes, everything becomes beautiful. Yes. That's one of the effects of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes upon a life, everything becomes beautiful again. Beautiful. Your experience, your experience, and your encounter with the Holy Spirit is what causes the transformation in your life look at look at um the list of things that has been given to us here um let's read from i think verse 13 again it says that verse 13 it says that upon upon the land of my people shall come up thorns and briars these are not these are not pleasant things these thorns are not pleasant things and then um verse 14 says that Verse 14 says that because, because palaces shall be forsaken. Palaces are not places that are forsaken. Yeah. These are, are places that um, a lot of activities, uh, nice activities happen, isn't it? Have you been to a palace before? You haven't. Outskirts to take pictures outside the palace. Okay. Okay. All right. And then the multitude of the city shall be left. When a multitude of the city are also fleeing and leaving and abandoned. It's also not a nice thing. Then the forts and the towers. You know, we have, we have, we have towers and forts um, in this country that are like um, tourist attractions. Have you visited any of the towers before? You should visit all, as many as you can. Okay, yes, you should have that experience. You shouldn't be living in London if you haven't been to the Tower of London. You visit all these places, so, so it's it's that like the forts and the towers. These are like these are like um, iconic places, yes. yes, and buildings that exist. You understand that I mean, like like you experience here in this city, they are like tourist attractions. Yes. I mean, they're places of interest, places with history. You know, by saying that these places shall become dens, I mean a den is a place where wild creatures live. Wild creatures and wild things. So, you can, you can imagine if these um, um, forts and towers were left and abandoned and not used. You can imagine what would be going on in there, isn't it? The type of people that will be hanging out there, the how pe- people that will be living there. Some, some of the areas, some of the areas that um, maybe some of us come from, you will see um, abandoned buildings and abundant places. And you see, you know, you know what goes on in there. You know the type of people that hang out there. You don't like, like to pass by at night. Yes, you don't like to pass by because you know what goes on there and what happens there. And the type of people that are there, especially when you see the signature in the form of graffiti. You see the signature, yes. How many of you have had your signature somewhere on the walls of the city? Don't worry, I won't, won't take a picture of you. Yes. I can see two people at the back. Yes, you have a signature. Yeah. That is like, it's like, so it means what? You own this area. You own this territory. It's like this territory is yours. This terrain is for you. It's like you and your gang, isn't it? Yeah, so you put your signature. You put your signature. That's what it means. It's like, it's like if you watch, if you watch wildlife, watch wildlife and you see these animals, you know, different animals have a way of marking um, where they are. Bear, when, a bear, when a bear has um, um, like a kill, what they do is that they spit all over it. They put their saliva over it. Yeah, they put their saliva. You see, the, you see volumes of saliva coming out of its mouth like that. Yes. That's, it, means that, it means that it's mine. Don't touch it. Yes. And I think maybe in the animal kingdom, when you come near it, you see that look, the bear has, you would not like to eat it. I was watching one. I saw a bear and a lion fighting over a kill. And when the, when the bear finally managed to get the lion off it, it just went over the kill. You see, saliva in large quantities coming all over the kill. The lion just left it and said, look, you can have it. I don't want beggar that you have spat on. Yes, he just, just, just walked away. So you will see that animals have a way of marking their territory and their terrain. Um, and that, that is what, like, the guys that are lifting up their hands, that's what they used to do. They used to mark their terrain with uh, their signature, you see. So when you see, you can't read it, you don't even know what letters they are, what they have written. Yes, but they've actually written something that this area is mine. And it's probably sometimes sometimes you even wonder how they get, they get on top of bridges. And they put their... Yes. Yes. Yes, but you see, that is, the, that is the life without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That is the life without the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes. So he, say, he says that forts and towers shall be left for dance, and then, and then it shall also be a joy of wild asses. Mm? I had a preacher pre- preaching once. He said, be very careful when you see this word in your in the, in the scriptures you are reading because... If you don't pronounce it well, you can at least say something else. Okay. It's a joy for wild asses.
3: asses. You know,
2: yeah. No, I've heard, I've heard two preachers warn about this, this word before. Yes, when I saw it, I was saying, I was saying well, it sounds right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And a pasture of flocks. So it's like this is a state of the world and this is a state of, of human beings until verse 15 is must be one of your favorite passages until the spirit be poured upon us from on high to receive the change the change that you see in your life the change that you see in yourself because you knew what what you have we have people lifting up their hands that they used to um, sign up for areas And I'm sure, I'm sure if I was taking um, testimonies, you'll see people who've had real wildlife, they they are like wild asses. Mm? I mean double S. Okay, yes, so please. They were real wild creatures. Before the Holy Spirit was poured upon them, that today we are sitting in church calmly you see we look so we look so calm and so peaceful that sometimes even people who don't have what you have wonder whether you are real and they wonder whether the change is real. One of the one of the one of the greatest questions that people ask about people who go to church regularly is whether you have really changed. Because sometimes the change is unbelievable. It's like it's like not you others have changed but not you you can't change and you haven't changed. But the power of the Holy Spirit is so real that it changes. When the Holy Spirit is poured upon you and and an individual encounters the Holy Spirit, what the scripture says is that a wilderness will become a fruitful field that is a dry place, someone who is like a good for nothing. A place that's a good from Nothing good comes out of it. Something good begins to come out of it. A fruitful field. And the fruitful field, that is the place that is already fruitful. does a person that was not so wild and so bad. Even becomes better. So the fruitful field shall be counted for a forest. So ladies and gentlemen, it's worth praying for the Holy Spirit. And asking God for the Holy Spirit. And seeking to encounter and to receive the Holy Spirit in your, in your life. Now, in 2 Timothy um, chapter 1, 2 Timothy chapter 1, the Bible says, 2 Timothy chapter 1, I believe uh, verse 7, or I can also read from verse 1 to 7, I can read from verse 1, I don't mind. Do you mind? Okay. I also don't mind. It says that Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. Verse 2 says that, to Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Three, I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with a pure conscience that without ceasing rem- I, have, I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Four says that greatly desiring to see thee being mindful of thy tears that I may be filled with joy. Verse five says that when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in you which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. Pray that your parents will be people who go to church. Okay. I am persuaded that it is in thee also. You know, sometimes the way you are, and who you are now is a, result of, is a result of what others before you have done for you. The prayers. You are an answer to someone's prayer. Wow. You are an answer to someone's offering. Wow. You are an answer to someone's sacrifices. Wow. Yes. That's how come you are saying so You are wondering that how, how come you are saying so how, come, how come you are. You even have a strain of godliness. Yes. That you even have the fear of God in you. Yes. It's a prayer that someone said for you. It's a prayer. Usually, grandmothers really pray. How many of you had grandmothers who were praying? Yes. Grandmothers pray. Grandmothers really pray for their grandchildren. I don't know why they don't pray so much for their own children. They seem to pray a lot for their grandchildren. Yes. Yes, and they seem to be very kind towards their grandchildren. I mean, their own children, I don't know. They, they, feel, they feel macho towards them. I don't know. why. I, I, don't, I, I don't understand the, the problem, but... Maybe when I grow up a bit, I might understand it. Yes. So it says that we dwell first in thy grandmother Lois, and then I say I can see the same faith also in your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded because of what I saw in your grandmother, what I saw in your mother, I'm persuaded that you are you also are the same. Verse six. It says that, wherefore I put, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, by the putting on of my hands. And then verse 7 says that, for God has not given us. You remember we were just talking about the Holy Spirit. So when you're talking about the Holy Spirit, it's like, what type of, when you have the Holy Spirit, what type of spirit do you have? What type of spirit do you have? So he's saying that God has not given us the spirit of fear. So when you have the spirit of fear, it is not what God gives. God doesn't give, God doesn't give the spirit of fear. He rather gives, number one, the spirit of power. He gives the spirit of love and he gives the spirit of a sound mind. So today we're going to talk about these three spirits, if we can get to the end of it. Yes. That is when you have... So, When you have the Holy Spirit that has brought such beauty into your life, what type of spirit do you have? What what is it that you have? What is it that you have? You know, when someone has the spirit of wickedness, you see, you, see, you see murder, you see all the evil things. You can see, you see all the evil, all the evil things that we hear, we see on the news. It's a result of a spirit. Whether, you know, you, know, you, can, you can explain, a lot of things can be explained away. But at the end of the day, it's what you are explaining is a result of, or it's the manifestation of a spirit at work. Is a spirit at work that makes that makes someone even even the thoughts that you have the thoughts the yeah. thoughts you know that's what the scripture says that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but principalities powers and uh, what does it say what does it say casting down imaginations uh, no the weapons of our warfare isn't it casting down imaginations for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Then he says that casting down imaginations, meaning that meaning that imaginations, imaginations are, are like a battlefield in a human life. A battlefield, a battlefield between what? Between spirits. Yeah, I mean, you saw, you saw the film stars. You saw, you saw the, as they're talking, is that the thought that is occurring to you, it's like a whisper from someone. Are you here with me? Yes. 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 So, so, the spirit, that, that's what the scripture is saying. to Take me back to 2 Timothy 1.7. The scripture is saying that God has not given us the spirit of fear. In other words, there's a distribution of spirits. Wow. He has not given us a spirit of fear. One of the spirits that you, someone can have is the spirit of fear. Yeah. Yeah. But of power. And of love and of a sound mind. A, what the type of spirit that someone has is something that actually takes over the person, it takes over you, it takes over your your, your thinking, it takes over everything that you do. It's a spirit. When spirits are at work, you say the person behaves in a certain way. If you've ever been with someone who has who has fear, fear, you know, fear. If, if I'm to talk to you about the spirit of fear. Which I don't know whether I'll talk to you about today or um, next week. But speak of it, you'll see that I'll give you a long list of different fears, which is which we call phobia. The different phobias that exist. If you've ever been with someone who has uh, who, who has uh, a fear of heights, no, it's one of it's one of. I think I don't know whether it's the, one of the most common fear of heights or fear of spiders. Yes. You see that what fear does the the main the main characteristic of fear is paralysis. Yes. You're paralyzed. Yeah. You can't move. You can't you can't even think. Yeah. You know, and fears, you know, fears lead to a lot of other things. Insecurities, this. I mean, pray that you never you never enter into a relationship with someone who has the spirit of fear. Which, which is manifesting as insecurity or a low self-esteem, meaning that you prefer someone to them. You'll you never have your peace. You'll you, you never have peace. Anybody you say hello to is like, why do you say Any phone call you get, that's, that's what you'll be at. Who was that? Who are you speaking to? Why? Can we share, share passwords? I mean, we myself, have Passwords. Even discover that your phone has even been cloned. Everything, everything that comes to you goes to two other devices. Yes. No, I mean you're talking too much today. Why are you talking a lot? No, there are people, there are people that yes, I mean if you're honest you know that you deserve to be watched over. <laughs> Because yes, because you are not, you are not, you are not exactly to be trusted. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about someone who is genuinely, sincerely cheating, and has been caught. I'm not talking about that type of person. No, no, no. I mean, I'm not talking about that type. That person, of course, you you must, you deserve to be, to be watched and to be caught and to be told off. I'm talking about someone who hasn't got such problems. But has a relationship where the person has a problem of imaginations, imaginations, imagine has imagined that things are happening. That's that's a spirit of fear, which is much as insecurity and unsure, unsure of themselves. Do you like me? Are you sure you like me? Are you sure you like me? Are you sure I'm the one you want? Are you really sure? I saw you looking at somebody the other day. You see. Hmm. Anyway, when we talk about the spirit of you, it's not what I'm talking about today. Today, I want to talk, so let's start. (laughs) Okay, that's what they told that mother, is you shall preach. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) for God has not given us the spirit of fear every spirit of fear shall be cancelled out of your life but what has he given us he's given us the spirit of power the spirit of love and the spirit of a sound mind okay so let's start with the spirit of power Okay, the spirit of power is the ability that God gives you beyond your natural, logical, reasonable strength and connections. Mm. That's the spirit, spirit of power. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of power. It causes changes, it causes transformation. It changes people. It changes people. It's the, it's the, it's the working of the Holy Spirit that will make you talk, preach, talk for a long time. Even when your time is up, you are still talking. Yes, like, like someone will say, when the Spirit gets moving. A lot of preachers blame the Spirit. But I mean, it's like, you know, it's like it's the Spirit. <laughs> But originally, it's not like that. It's when the Holy Spirit works. So so if you allow the Holy Spirit to work on you, you will experience the power of the Holy Spirit, which causes a total transformation of who you are and what you are and what you can do. Ephesians chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 says that, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according, according. That is with respect to the power that worketh in us. There's a power, there's a power that works. That is the spirit of power that works in you. That causes a change. That causes a change. Sometimes, sometimes, do you know know when sometimes that power starts working? Mm -hmm. That power sometimes starts working on the day, on the day an angel, when I say an angel, I mean like a friend or a stranger, someone invites you to church. That's when that power starts working. Because you will see that on other days and other times, other people have invited you to church and you say, no. These church people, these church things, I'm not religious. I'm not into these things. It's not, you see, but when, when the grace of God and the love of God finds you, so that you can't even explain, you don't, you don't even know why you said yes. You, you may be thinking, you know, oh, it's out of curiosity. But it's more than curiosity. I, I, always, I always remember the day I was invited to church. I remember looking at this young man saying to me that he's going for, a Sunday evening service, not even Sunday morning. Traditionally, people go to church on Sunday morning. He said, Sunday evening. And I said, Sunday evening. Why? I mean, why? why? But I said, Yes, I'll come. Why? And I follow, I followed him, I followed him like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> to a church. And the, do you do you know the amazing thing when I went I went to the, to that church on that Sunday night? The Sunday night service was not in English. It was in a language I don't understand. Oh yes, it was in T. Do you know Twe. <laughs> it was in a. In, I mean, in I. I mean, I don't understand a word of it. Yet I sat there. Not only for that Sunday, I went the next Sunday, <laughs> and I went the next Sunday, and it became it became my main thing that I do. I didn't understand anything. They read, they read the verses in three. And I remember I used to ask him that, but why do you, why do you, come, why do you go for them? Their morning says in English, why do you come for this? So he said, he, he gave me some reasons like, you know, this one is easier and shorter. So <laughs> it's, like we've been, it's like we've been to church. Yeah, so I said, okay, no problem. Look, I went to that, it was an Assemblies of God church. Yes, I went to that church Sunday night after Sunday night for a long time. I didn't understand the word. Till, till date, I, don't, I still don't understand. Till date, I don't understand. But I'll just sit there. I've been to church. It must be the Holy Spirit. It must be the Holy Spirit. That is, it must be the power of transformation. And the power that changes, and the power that, you know, you see how i to you, it doesn't make logical sense. As soon as you start thinking, as soon as you start thinking, you start opposing what the Spirit is guiding you to. You start doing the opposite. As soon as you think, and you start thinking, you start using logic and reasoning. Because, I mean, you ask yourself, what would, what would, would a young boy, a young boy of 17 years old or 18 years old, be doing in a place? That he doesn't even understand the language. Yes. But God has started a work in me. A work in me. Perhaps to be a preacher that I didn't even know. He has started a work in me. Diligently. Diligently. Week after week. I, I went. I went with him. Every week I went with him. Every, every Sunday night. Sunday night. 6.30 p.m. 6.30 p.m. till 8 o'clock. Sharp. I was there because there was a power that was at work in this. That's the spirit of power. is a spirit of power. It, it causes a change. So that you don't even know how you changed. You don't even know how you stopped those things you used to do. Yes, those things you used to do. You don't, even, you don't even know how you stopped. It's not like you made a New Year's resolution that this year I'm not going to do this anymore. This year I'm going to stop. Suddenly you realize that you have stopped. Suddenly, before you realize you've joined the choir, before you realize you are singing in the choir. Before you realize you've become the main devoted, one of the main devoted people in the choir. It's like you are, it's like you own the choir. Yes. And before you were not like that. Now, unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. I'm trying to explain to you that there's a power that's at work in us. There's a power that's at work in us. There's a power that is at work. It's a power, it's a power that gathers people into the house of God. It's a power that draws people into the house of God. It's a, it's an it's a, it's a power of angels and a power of the Holy Spirit that draws and gathers and makes people devoted to the things of God. I mean, you know, when you, you go home, you are by yourself, you're alone. And the things you used to do, you see yourself that you don't do them anymore. Your taste is changed. Your taste changes. When you encounter the Holy Spirit, your taste changes. Your taste, your appetite, it changes. It changes and it changes completely. The people that you hang out with, the things that you do, the things that you watch, the places that you go to, it changes. It changes. You know that it has not changed because of what mommy said. It hasn't changed because of what daddy said. Most changes don't occur because of mommy or daddy. It doesn't, even, it doesn't even occur because of the police. No. It changes because God touched your life. God affected your life. Your life was affected by God and by the Holy Spirit. That's the spirit of power. That's the spirit of power. You know, so that's why you see it, start, it starts from your salvation, it starts from that change of giving yourself to God. The next thing the spirit of power does you see, as, as you change, it changes to, to increasing your devotion to God. You find yourself doing things that you said, I will never do it, I'll never go witnessing. I don't, I, don't want to, I don't want to talk to anybody about Jesus or about Christ. I don't want to be seen as those Jesus fanatics. Those Jesus people. Jesus freaks. How I many of you used to despise those Jesus people in your primary school, secondary school, uni days? You used to, you know, it's like this one, these Jesus, Jesus people. You just didn't know what you were missing. Hmm. With the spirit of power, you'll be able to excel in many things. The next thing the spirit of power does is that it makes you willing. Yes, it makes you willing. Psalm 110. It makes you willing. It makes you willing. When you find yourself that now you want to do some things. You want to do something. I mean, good things. You'll do some things in the church. You want to give your life to God. You want to be interested in church. You want to go to church on Sundays. Maybe Sundays, you used to do shopping. I used to do laundry on Sundays. Sundays was laundry day. I will not do anything. I would, every, all laundry was on Sunday. But you can do laundry on any other day. So I had to shift it so that that God can come in. I was not willing to give my Sunday away because Sunday was laundry. But in the day of his power, you will find out that you are willing. You are willing to adjust your life and to change your life for God. Psalm 110 verse 1 says that the Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Wow, verse 2, the Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion, rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Verse 3, thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. You know, the day God gets to you, said, you, you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll be willing to go to church, you'll be willing to sit in church, You'll be willing to join church. You'll be willing to be active in church. You'll be li- willing to be committed to church. You'll be li- willing to be committed to... A be- it's all the workings of the Holy Spirit. Never let anybody whisper to you that now you, you become... You're know, you not normal. No, no, no. In the day... Where's verse 3? Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. In the day of thy power thy people shall be. When you see willingness to serve God, to follow God, to hear God, to listen to God, willingness to read your Bible, willingness to pray, willingness to even believe in God, is God's power at work. It's not you. It's God's power. Willingness is God's power. Willingness, willingness that I I want to, I want to, I like to, I am interested in, I would like to, I am willing, It's God's power. Yes, that's God's power. That's the spirit that's working you. That's the spirit that's working you. That's the spirit that's working you. You know, the more, the more, the closer, the deeper you grow in the influence of the Holy Spirit, be more willing in his prompting, more willing in his prompting. Because you discover that there are some things you wouldn't like to do. Some people you, you don't like to even speak to them. But you will care that you suddenly feel, yes. let me talk to this person about Christ. Yes. Let me talk to this person. Mm-hmm. Let me reach out to this person. Or you remember someone. You remember someone. One of the things, when you remember people, yeah. you remember people you've not seen in a long while. Yeah. In a long while. It's the power of the whole that, says that no, this one, no, don't give up on this one. No, look out for this one. Not that they need you, but look out for this one. Talk to this one. Reach out to this one. Relate with that. It's like, remember remember this, remember this person. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. So when you feel the willingness, when you feel something, you know, some of the language you use is, something said to me, that day be willing when that something says to you apart from when, when, it, when something is, is evil you know what evil is isn't it yes so because something can also tell you to do something evil it's, a, it's an evil spirit yes, but we are talking about the Holy Spirit when some, that something tells you do this reach out look out for sometimes maybe even just send a, send a message sometimes just say hello or sometimes help that willingness. The day of thy power is the power of God. It's the power of God at work in you. The power of God at work in you. The power of God at work in you. I was not like a, a hardened unbeliever. I've never said to myself, I don't believe in God. I've never go to church. I've never, I don't have any of those testimonies. My problem was self-righteousness. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because I was a good boy. Yes. Name all the big five. I'll say, you can't can't get me with any of them. None of them made sense. As an an unbeliever, I would tell fellow unbelievers that, what is wrong with you with this thing that you are doing? It it doesn't make sense. It, it, It makes no sense. But... The scripture that saved me was for all have sinned. I always remember that day when I I was reading a tract and I read that verse. I said, all. Is he sure he's thought about me, whoever is saying this? Because what you call sin, what you call sin, what is called sin? What I know as sin, that men would describe as sin. I don't do any of those things. Yes. I said, all have sinned. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. But I said, but that day, that day, the Holy Spirit has selected me. The conviction was strong. The conviction was strong. It's like you are a sinner. You need Jesus. You need God. You need God. The day, the day of his power, that day his power came. That day his power descended. All my defense, all my arguments were blown out of the window. Then the next verse that came was our righteousness are like filthy rags before the Lord. I said, My goodness is nothing. Are you sure? Are you sure? I do I do anything and everything. Obey every care. Did you also have kefe in your homes? Yes, yes I obey every kefe. I be it's like I didn't even need the kefe because where should I go? Yes, that you actually went to, you spend your time in such in such things, and that you, you need you. I, I to me, it's like you needed to be born again before you stop such a thing. When God has given everybody sense. I mean, I mean, there are better things to use the Holy Spirit on than to stop doing things that things that even medical science, uh, uh, psychologists, uh, whatever will advise you counselors will advise you that don't do you need you need born again before you stop. I think I think you are lower. Yes. <laughs> you see why I'm not giving examples of what I'm talking about? Yeah, because I think it will not be it will not be good not be good if I say to you that you need to be born again before you can stop doing this. When they are... They are, are <laughs> I mean, some of the things, when you are even buying it, it's written on it. Anyway, in the day of his power, there shall be willingness. The slightest willingness that you see. Know that the Holy Spirit is at work on you. Not man. It's not man. It's not man. The slightest interest. The slight, even, even you know, I keep using the example of church. Even to stand at the door like this. So a church. Let me see what is going on in there. Ah. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. Is the power of the Holy Spirit. Willingness. <laughs> Willingness. I even want to see. So what am I saying? So I'm saying that if, if you can, if you've encountered the Holy Spirit, what you've encountered is a good spirit. Wow. Then don't hold back. Don't turn around. Don't become hardened. Don't say no. Don't shut it off. Don't, don't quench him. Don't throw him out of your life. Yes. That if you have been interested, like I am interested I'm interested to stand and to listen. <sighs> it's not the person who is stopping you to talk to you. it is the Holy Spirit. It is the holy Spirit. It is God, it is therefore God who is at work. It is God who is at work and God is a good God. cuz do you remember the time that you would not stop? Do you remember the time that you you, you 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 would i mean you know you know what you say? You know what you say? Yes. But there's a day. There's a day when the people are willing. That day is called the Day of Thy Power. That's the spirit of power. That's the spirit of power. It makes you willing, it makes people willing. It makes you want to serve God. It makes you want to do more for God and more in the house of God. Do you have time for one more point? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. You know, the last one, the spirit of power. So you see, out of the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound mind, we've only been able to do one spirit. Okay, so we continue next week. You wait till we get to the spirit of a sound mind. Yes. 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 I believe that there will be a healing service. Jesus will heal minds. Jesus will heal minds. Yes, You know, my last point says that the spirit of power enables you to do the work of God, and to preach. Micah, chapter 3, verse 8. I know you hardly ever read Micah. You've never had your quiet time in Micah before. It says, but truly, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord and of judgment and of might to declare unto Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. Hmm. Hmm Somebody remembers this verse. Yes. I quoted this verse to someone to prove to him that he didn't have the spirit of God. Yes, because he had the opportunity to preach. And he didn't preach. He had the opportunity to stand for righteousness. He didn't stand for righteousness. He was watching on and flowing. Yes, because when you have the spirit of God and you have the spirit of power, you will preach and you will do the work of God. Oh, yes, you will preach. Preaching, preaching has to do with reproof, co- rebuke, correction, I mean, instruction, exhortation. That's, that's what preaching does. That's what preaching that's say, I have. He says, by the spirit of power, the power of the spirit, I would declare unto Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. And when you are preaching, when you are declaring, when you are declaring, pointing out that, look, you are are wrong. You are out of order. You are far from God. You don't have God. You are far from God. If you are to die today, you go to hell. To talk about heaven and hell. People don't like talking about heaven and hell. They use use the gospel to preach about prosperity. Which is the work of the um, number 11. Um, What's our number 11 man called? The chancellor. No, what's his name? Jeremy Hunt, isn't it? Yes. That's his work, to help us to prosper. Yes. When nothing can wash away your sins. Nothing. You see, there's a problem in this life, in this world. Education cannot solve it. Education can solve it. Hospitals can solve it. Sports cannot solve it. Health departments cannot solve it. The only thing that can solve it is the blood of Jesus. That problem, that problem is called Sin. S-I-N. There's no vaccine for it. There's no vaccine for it. Sin, the problem of sin. There's no there's no solution for it. The only prescribed solution is the blood of Jesus. Yes. The blood of Jesus. The name of it, the name. The name Jesus is the solution. Hebrews chapter 4. Is it verse 12? There's no, 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 not not this one. There's no name given unto us under heaven. By which is it Acts? Acts four twelve. Okay, Acts 4.12, it's 4.12 at least. Acts 4.12, yes, Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation. Are, you, are, you, are, you, are your eyes glued to this verse? Your eyes must be glued to it. Your eyes, just for these two seconds, your eyes must be here. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There's no other way to be saved than this name, the name Jesus. This is the problem of the world. This is why. This is why church is still. This is why two thousand years, three thousand years, four thousand years, five thousand years should come. Church will still be relevant. Church will be relevant because of this. Church will be relevant because hospitals can't solve it. Universities can't solve it. <laughs> Health posts can't solve it. Clinics can't solve it. Pharmacists can't solve it. Beauticians can't solve it. Makeup artists, they can't solve this problem. Wear all the makeup that you can. There is, there is a feeling that doesn't go away. But by the name of Jesus. By the name of Jesus. There's a feeling. There's a stain. There's a stain on every man. I don't know where, I don't know where we got it from, but there's a stain on the soul of every man that nothing takes it away but the blood of Jesus. We try other ways, we try other means and other ways to get it out. To go, but it doesn't go. It doesn't seem to go. So we compound it because we keep trying things. We keep trying other things to make us feel comfortable and make us feel happy. But it compounds. <sighs> Have you seen someone trying to clean something and rather adding debt to it? <laughs> That's how the life of some people are. You keep adding layers of sin. As you are trying to cover this one, you add this one. Try to cover this one, you add this one to it. Try to cover this one, you add this. You keep adding. You keep adding layers of issues and layers of problems and layers of complex things. Yes. When there's a simple way out, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Simple. We don't want to accept the simple thing: Simple water and a mop. Ooh, ooh. Your floor will be shining. You don't want it. You want detergent made from Australia. Yes. Sit down. That's how some of us have um, organized our lives. Layers of issues. Layers of issues. But you know, thank God for his Holy Spirit that is speaking to you today. He's saying that. He has a solution. He has a solution. That's what Acts 4.12 is telling us. that There's a solution. Says, Any other thing you have tried will not save. The only name that can save is the name Jesus. The only thing that can make you feel free. Free. Free from sin. Free from every mistake that you have ever made. is the name Jesus. See, when you have the Holy Spirit you will preach the name Jesus. You will teach the name Jesus. You will share the name Jesus. The church that has the Holy Spirit will mention the name Jesus. Will teach the saving power of the name Jesus. Will teach and preach salvation for those who don't know and don't have a way out. This is the way out. It looks, sometimes it looks too, too good to be true. But that's what it is. There's no ritual. There's no sacrifice. There's nothing to do. Nothing to do. Except what is explained in Romans ten, nine, and 10. Let's read it and go home. It says that, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 10 says that, for with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. Your state, who you are, is what you believe in your heart. Righteousness, that is doing the right things, starts from what you believe in. What you believe is what you do. What you believe is what you do. With the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. And then with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So it's not just enough to believe, but what you testify, what you confess, what you say, then salvation is sealed. It sounds very simple. So it makes people feel that it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not that powerful, but that is the power of God. And that is the grace of God. That's why it's called the grace of God. The grace, the grace of God has found us today by his precious Holy Spirit, his spirit of power that has made us willing He has made us willing. Every one of us, he's touched us and made us willing. When I woke up this morning, I was willing to go to church. I was willing. It's the Holy Spirit at work. I didn't feel like I'm not going to church. I was willing. I wanted to. I wanted to. The day I was invited to church, I was willing. That day, I was willing. I've not been willing before, but there was a day I was willing. Yes, there was a day. There was a day in October 1985, I was willing. I said, no. I said, I'll go. I'll go. I'll try this church thing. All the big five sins they mentioned doesn't affect me, but let me go and see. Maybe there's something that I need. Yes. I was willing. Here I am today. I am today. Makes us willing. That's the spirit of power. Stand to your feet and let's thank God for a beautiful day. Ah. Just for two minutes, stay put, stay wherever you are. We want to pray, we want to say a prayer. I want you to just close your eyes and just lift up your hands and just say thank you to God for today. Just out of reverence, let's just stay where we are. Not much movement, not much movement, okay? Let's just thank God, let's just thank God for for today. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Open your two hands to him and just say say thank you just as an expression of, of your love and appreciation of what he has brought your way how he, has, how he has gathered you How he has touched your life How he has preserved your life How he has saved you How he has helped you How he has revealed himself to you today Just thank him that Oh God I thank you so much for your love That you love me That you care about someone like me Someone like me That someone like me You even think about me That you even know me That you choose me That you call me by my name and include me in your love. And in your mercies and in your grace. Just say thank you to him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Say thank you to him. The Lord we thank you. Lord we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, Lord, Lord I thank you. Say Lord I thank you. I thank you that you will choose me. That you will think of me someone like me, someone who has never thought of you, someone who was not thinking about you, someone who was not even considering you in my plans for the day, in my plans for the, for the year, you are nowhere in my, in my plans, but you thought of me you thought of me, and had mercy on me, and chose me, and reached out to me you reached out to me you reached out to me, thank you father thank you father Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We bless your name. We thank you. We thank you for the power of your spirit. 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 Ah, Malabashi Bakatasi Balabakatasaya. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your salvation. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your help. Now, I want to make one more prayer. Every eye closed, every head bowed. We are in prayer. So, let's give some reverence to God. One more prayer. And then we are close enough. If you are, you are here today, someone invited you to church. I want to pray specially for you. I want to pray a special prayer with you today you are here somebody invited you to church or you've been going to church but deep in your heart you feel far from god you, know you don't have a relationship with him and as we read through the scriptures you can see and you realize that i believe in god or i want to believe in god from today i need jesus in my life i need my sins to be forgiven and my sins to be washed away I want to be a child of God. I want a relationship with God. I want a relationship with God. I'm willing. I want it. Something in me is telling me that I need God. I need him. I want him. I would like to have God included in my life. If you're here like that today, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, and you know, will say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to include God in my life and in whatever I do, wherever I do, wherever I go, I need God with me. If you're here like that, if you're here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are standing and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need God in my life. God bless you. I can see your hand there. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. Just keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Just your your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need God. I want God in my life. I want that relationship with him. I need him. I need him and I want him. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I believe there are several more. You want to choose God today. You want to make that all-important decision in your life. That I'm choosing God. I'm choosing the ways of God. And I'm choosing to have God. I'm choosing Jesus. Jesus. I'm inviting Jesus into my life. I need Jesus into, in my life today. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. Let's do this quickly. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. You also don't think about anybody. Don't think, don't even think about whoever invited you or who you've been coming to church with. Think about yourself. Think about yourself and your relationship, your honest, sincere relationship with God. Do I have one? Is is my relationship real or it's non existent? I need God today. Just your right hand and I pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up keep it up to encourage the others keep it up to encourage the others i need god in my life i want him i want him i want him it's not a team decision it's not a group decision sometimes your closest friend sometimes your closest friend may know jesus and you don't know jesus may have given their lives to jesus and you haven't don't think about your closest friend don't even think about your boyfriend or your girlfriend Don't even think about your husband or your wife. Think about yourself. Not even your brother or your sister. It's just you. Between you and God. It's not a group decision. It's an individual decision. You want to make that decision today. I need Jesus in my life. Your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. Now all of you with your hand lifted up. I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front, and I pray with you. Come out of your seat. Come right here. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, and you want to come, come, come out of your seats. Come all the way. Let's come. Let's come all the way here. Come right
3: here, waiting for you.
1: Come.
2: You can tell your friend to walk with you. You can tell your friend to walk with you. You can can come with. Come all the way, come on! let You, are you sure if they are not sure tell them that i'll walk with you you know you've walked with people to different places Tell them i'll walk with you i would like to walk with you i'll walk with you to make this all important that this is the best decision you will ever make in your life we're going to sing one more time and i want to walk with that dear soul and that dear friend Walk all the way to the front And give your life to Jesus now Check, make sure you've checked To your left, to your right Behind you, in front of you Everywhere Anyone who is not sure Tell them I walk with you today I walk with you today To your salvation Let's pray. If you are still there, this is your chance. This is my final call. Final call. Like this stay at airports. Final call. After that gate closing. This is my final call. The final call. You are there, you still have the slightest, faintest feeling of willingness. That is the Holy Spirit. That's God's love drawing you. I want you to join us now as we are about to pray. Final call. Final. You want to give your life to Jesus today. I want you to come and join us as we are about to pray. As we are about to pray. Just walk out of your seat and come and join us now. As we are about to pray. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come all the way. way. Come all the way. Come all the way. God bless you. God bless you. Let's bow our heads. Let's say this prayer together. Especially those of us in in the front. Say it. Let's all say it. Don't think it. Don't say it in your head. Say it out like we read. Confession is made unto salvation. So let's all say it together. Say with me. Say, Heavenly Father, Father, thank thank you for today. I am a sinner. Please forgive me for all my sins. For all my mistakes. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And he rose up on the third day. Heavenly Father, please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. Say thank you, Father, for choosing me and for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I pray your blessings and your peace May they be established in you by the working of your Holy Spirit. And know this is your work in them. This This is not the work of man. But this is your work in these beautiful lives, Lord. May they be established in you. May they do well in you. May they be fruitful in you, Lord. Thank you, O God, that there shall be no going back to Satan. No going back to the ways of the world but they shall march forward. Lord, through these ones, may many come to know you. May they be a testimony, a testimony to their world that many will come to know you. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. We have these gifts. Wanting to receive these gifts very quickly. You. now this powerful lady here she's act, she's actually a pastor a dynamic pastor she wants to have a brief word with you so she's be going this way if you could please go with her and then you come back afterwards so don't worry your friend your friend will still go with you your friend so you can just follow them this way yes friends stay with your friend all the way. Clap for them as they go. Clap, 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 clap for them. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Now take out your communion.
1: The blood that Jesus shed. Oh,
2: Christ that was broken on Calvary's cross to save us, to heal us, to give us victory and to be a blessing for us. Thank you Lord for your body that was broken for us so that we break this bread in remembrance of that victory. Thank you Lord for a blessing that shall be established in our lives today. The body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Now receive your blessing.
4: Lift your hands for your blessing. Yes. May every tear you have shed, oh Jesus, be turning to smiles, yes. rejoicings, yes. happiness. Yes. May your disappointments no. be healed. Yes. May your pain. Pain of your life be healed. May the sadness be replaced with happiness. May the mistakes be replaced with victories. May the emptiness be replaced with fullness. May your captivity be turned. Turn around. May you be free. Every anaconda spirit that has bound you for life. I rebuke the head of that snake. And I say, you are set free. Run and be free in the name of Jesus. Every python spirit. Spirit of python. That says, I will never let you go. Receive your deliverance today. In the name of Jesus. I see you jumping around. Rejoicing. Gamboling around. Like a lamb and an antelope set free. May you escape from the mouth of the lion. May you be faster than your enemy may you be stronger than your enemy may you be wiser than your enemy may you have more understanding than your enemy may God favor you more than he favors your enemy in the name of Jesus I see a hole, a dark hole and somebody is climbing out you are seeing the light and you can't even believe that you are seeing the light that you are seeing let it come to pass practically in the name of Jesus. And let me hear your loudest amen. I hear, I hear a word. That word says, climb out. Climb out. Climb out. You are free. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Say, I receive it. I am climbing out. Christ has set me free. And I am free indeed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody shouted, Amen.
2: What a blessing. You are climbing out. Take your seats.
0: We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Have a blessed week.